I've held myself back more because of just the fear of the unknown. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Todd? Uh, man, I'm doing fantastic. End of the year. Great year. Kicking butt, you know? So, uh, yeah, absolutely doing fantastic. Uh, obviously, holiday season, so just get to spend a lot of time with family. Uh, kids at home, uh, no school, which is a blessing. Sometimes a, a little chaotic and crazy, but a blessing. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's been great. How about you? Oh, it's been good as well. I mean, uh, you know, I know you just closed on that uh, 244 bed uh, uh, senior yeah. living portfolio that I'm uh, passively invested in. So I'm excited to start seeing some returns on that uh, before too long. Yeah, it's uh, it should be a fantastic deal. Really excited about it. We got really strong cash flow. What, what excites me the most about it is we got really strong cash flow, uh, right from the start, obviously, you know, to be determined until the checks start coming in, until the cash flow starts happening, uh, you, you don't quite know. But this, the, you know, what what we're see, what we see um, from what the owner had to to where we think we're going to be able to go is just really exciting. Um, so yeah, excited about that deal. Excited about the deals we've done in 2021. I've I've purchased uh, a total of seven different deals in 2021. I closed on uh, or sold uh, four different properties in 2021. So it was a it was a year of high volume transactions, which was great. It was a, a year of growth, uh, and for me, just a year of really trying to really really determine the focus and the in the trajectory of my business moving forward, uh, which of course will always pivot. Uh, slightly, um, but it, it was a great year in 2021. Let's talk about that today. What are, are the lessons that you and I have learned throughout the year of 2021? Yeah, um, well, I guess I'll start. Uh, what, one of the lessons I've have learned, and, and these are maybe lessons I've already known, right, or, or somewhat practiced, but really have seen the, the importance and the power right of of this so um the first one i'll say is partnerships and again i i've known partnerships to be a, a good thing I've, I've used investors throughout my investing i've had various partners throughout my investing but i've really honed in on my partnerships and really made it my partnerships a very very important key factor to my success starting probably in 2020 but may, but really really honing in on that in 2021 um and and it's paid dividends right it's it's really shown me that i do need to really focus on these partnerships grow and strengthen the partnerships um and that's going to help me in my business overall. So, so that's been a, a big lesson of mine is just building really strong partnerships and really focusing on what you can do together versus what you can do independently. Oh, I agree. And it doesn't even have to be like formal partnerships, just working with other people, really, you know, 
real estate is a relationship business. And so the more you work with other people, the faster and bigger you're going to go. Yeah. And when I talk partnerships, uh, of course, I am talking the, the partners that I've formed. So I've got one partner on the assisted living and I've got two partners on my multifamily uh, that I've been very dedicated now to, to partnering with. Prior to, it was more of a, we'll do a deal and see how it goes. Now we've got structure uh, and that has helped a lot. Now we've got certain things that we're focusing more on um, versus you know us all doing the same thing. It's funny, Matt, when we were uh, kind of just doing deals together and partnering, um, the brokers didn't know who to contact. The, um, the investors didn't necessarily know who to call, uh, especially ones that had a relationship with all three of us. Uh, the, uh, the lenders were confused at who we really were. Uh, people that were trying to buy their property were wondering what our company was, what name is it? It, you know, and because we all had our own brands and names. And, and so now we've really be, been able to come together and we're building that stronger. Um, so when, when, you know, a broker is going to know who to contact and a lender is going to know who to contact and the investors are going to know who to contact and that, and that type of thing. Um, you know, same thing with the senior assisted living. We've, we're creating a, a brand and we're actually in that process right now of really creating a good, strong brand. And so people know who we are. Um, we're starting to get that recognition and, and branding is, is really important. So beyond that though, um, just the partnerships with, um, with your investors, uh, the partnerships with your brokers, your property managers, right? Other people that are on your team, it's just really important to try to build good, strong relationships with them. They're more dedicated to you if you're dedicated to them. I think that's, that's super valuable lesson right there is they want to serve you if you serve them first and, and understand that. Um, any relationship, quite frankly. Awesome. And, and you mentioned another thing within there about uh, creating systems and making them more efficient. Uh, you know, it makes your life easier, makes your business run better. I know that, you know, I have my own systems, but when I start to let myself get a little bit lazy, then I fall out of sync and then it gets harder and harder to get back refocused. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it's so easy to get out of focus <laughs> uh, in this day and age, especially, but so yeah, just making sure um, you know, your systems are in place, you know what you're doing. Uh, it's so important. Matt, what, what are, what are lessons you've learned? Any, any lessons uh, specifically in 2021? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, I should not invest in the stock market. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of money earlier this year and, and not much for deal flow. Uh, so I just uh, did a little piddling in the stock market, made some money with Bitcoin, but my other stocks are not doing that great. So uh, I, I know that I, I'm better off focusing on what I know, which is real estate. Yeah, so I would say that's myself too. Uh, not necessarily the stock market, Bitcoin, all that type of stuff. Now I do, I do realize um, because I did invest a decent amount of money into the stock market this year, and I do realize I really suck at it. <laughs> um, and it, and it's just that I 
don't have the focus, nor do I care to have the focus because if I start to try to focus on the stock market, I'm going to lose my focus on my real estate business, which is what really makes me the money. And so for me, a better solution, if I want to put my money into stocks is to just diversify and to kind of mainly invest in, in stocks that are, are just kind of just boring vanilla, you know, not nothing exciting because when I try to invest in a stock that I read online, that's going to be the big, you know, hitter of the market. And it's a, a company that um, maybe is newer to the stock market or whatever. It, it ends up, I buy that and it goes down in value by, you know, 30% or, or whatever it is. So it bleeds my whole portfolio. Um, so for me, it's just like, Hey, I'm going to still invest in stocks, right? I'm going to put some money there for sure. I'm going to put some money, uh, into other companies, but it's really focusing on what I know, which is, which is real estate. And within that, it's even more focusing on what we're really trying to achieve. Uh, and for, so for me, I sold two buildings actually i sold four buildings this year i thought but um and, and I, so all of them were because it wasn't what i was focused on so i sold two duplexes both of them just not focused on them those were both out-of-state duplexes i'm not focused on out-of-state duplexes it doesn't make any sense for me to own those buildings i sold and they're in c-class neighborhoods i sold two apartment buildings larger apartment buildings those i love the city that they're in i want to get back into the city quite frankly that they were in um but they were both c-class neighborhoods tough buildings and i just didn't want to be in that type of market anymore um, and so our, our new focus or my new focus and my team's focus is a class b class neighborhoods super well located. Uh, we're really trying to focus on that and get away from specific property types. And so just really understanding your vision and where you want to go. I think that that really uh, is important as you're as you're looking at how your business, how you want your business to look. I agree. Even within the realm of real estate, there's just so many different types of asset classes, so many different ways of you know, making money and you can make money in any of them, but if you try to do them all, you're going to do them all terribly. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, any other lessons that you can uh, lean on Matt that you, you took from this year? I would say that those are the main ones about, uh, you know, the more I work with people, you know, the more I work with other people, the, the better success I have, uh, you know, to keep from getting out of focus because then it's harder to get back into focus. And then also to uh, not spend so much time with the stock market because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, um, no, good, good stuff. Um, for me, there's a, one more thing. And again, not like a lesson because I know this, but something I've really tried to focus on is is fear. And there's that comes in a couple different ways. There's There's fear of missing out right? And I've had that before where I see other people doing projects and I want to just do stuff because they're doing stuff. And you always have to go that it just doesn't work. 
a fear of um you know not not being able to do what they do type of thing and you just got to go no you got to you got to stay your own course you got to live your own life but the other one is just this fear of um what's going to happen right always thinking about what's going to happen well the market wh- what about the market what about this and it's healthy to question right it's healthy to think it's healthy to analyze but it's not healthy to fear and so i have been my own worst enemy and most of you that are listening probably are are the same thing you're your own worst enemy and i've i've held myself back more because of just the fear of the unknown fear of what's coming on in the market what what's next where's inflation heading now now right where's where's this going where's that going what's what what are the politics gonna decide you know what you know all these question marks that we have and so we don't push forward uh because we're waiting for the next thing well guess what you're always going to be waiting then and so i think that's been really important for me just to go you need to focus on your vision but you and you and and have a healthy criteria but if things are checking the box you have to push forward you can't let a what if hold you back from pushing forward so we've got our set criteria we want to make sure we're taking care of our investors right we want to make sure we're going to have a good solid property that cash flows but if we can check our boxes we we need to push forward with that building and there's been too many times where i underwrite and then because of the fear of the unknown my underwriting gets tighter and tighter and tighter and all of a sudden the deal doesn't work anymore and again i'm not trying to tell people to underwrite sloppy i'm not trying to tell you just to do deals just to do deals but you've got to also realize that you can't there's things you can control there's things you can't control and uh you you've got to focus on what you can control yeah and that reminds me i've had a similar lesson learned uh it's that it's easy to give myself excuses to keep distracted and and, you know it's that fear i suppose you know i I tell myself uh things like oh it's the pandemic so there's not as many deals or or like Mm -hmm. things are overpriced so it's not even worth looking at or 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 stuff like that and it's really all bs you know it's giving myself an out for not remaining focused on my goals yeah i mean meanwhile other people are taking action buying buildings and like I said, we've now this year, and and I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means, right? I still got a long ways to go, but um, you know, we we ended up buying seven buildings and and sold four, and it's because I didn't allow the fear to grip me, and I, we probably could have done more, quite frankly, um, but that's the growth, and that's the continued growth, and and I know other people. Did more. I know other people did a lot less that that could have done a lot more. I look back and and I say, you know, look into 2016, 2015, 2017, 2018, and so on. There's many times where I said, well, the market's about to shift. I don't want to buy nearly as much this year. I'm going to be super, super conservative. And I and that's what happens. I don't buy anything. 
And I look back and I go, wow, what if I would have had my set criteria, which I still have, same, same, basically same criteria, but what if I really firmly followed that and didn't let fear grip me? I could have bought several more properties and the value of those properties today versus what they were when I would have bought them would have been way, way more. And, uh, and you look back and go, well, things would have worked out pretty well. And you know what, if they didn't, by the way, if the market didn't go, what would, what would that have looked like? And you could look and go, well, it still would have been probably okay. Now we can't ever predict exactly what's going to happen. Right. But you go, well, still probably would have been okay. Because again, I brought, I bought with my criteria, bought for cash flow, right? I, I bought a strong located asset. I bought an asset with upside potential, bought an asset with good financing. And if I did those things, uh, then I'm still going to weather that storm. Okay, well, then I would have done okay, right? And again, we, uh, we can't predict how bad it's going to get. We can't predict what's going to happen. But if you're, if you're following uh, a good criteria, a good strong criteria, I think um, there's a good chance you're going to be able to weather that storm. I agree. So, yeah. Um, so those are kind of, those are kind of my lessons, you know, partnerships, partnerships, huge uh, relationships. Uh, I could, I could say in a different term, relationships are huge. Uh, and I've really tried to focus a lot more on building good, solid relationships. Um, we're trying to focus a lot better, more on, on, on even better communication within our relationships. You know, I, I read a statistic out there that says you can only have 150 relationships. Uh, any any more than that, and they start to get to where they're not really real, right? You you can't focus on two hundred relationships. You can focus on one hundred and fifty relationships, and you can actually build those to be strong bonds. Any any number above that, and they're not. A, it's not going to be a strong bond. And so, focus on the relationships that you have today. Figure out which ones are valuable and which ones are not. Which ones you can people you can serve. Uh, and that's, that, that's a big thing about relationships. How can you serve those people? Uh, what can you do to add value? Uh, and then focus, you know, focusing on what you want, focusing on what, where, where you want to go, focusing and on, on really dialing in your business plan, not, you know, focusing on buying stocks and random stuff like that, that you just know nothing about and that you probably shouldn't be doing. Uh, and then, and then that fear uh, factor, make sure you're controlling your fear and understanding that, you know, fear doesn't need to have a grip on you. Uh, I, I'm a man of faith. And so, uh, you know, when I think about fear, I think about, well, I, I have, you know, a, a God um, that I serve that also, you know, guides me. And so there's no need for that fear. Uh, if you're not a man of faith, that's okay. Uh, you can still have your own reasons why you shouldn't, you shouldn't be in, in fear. So. Exactly. Well, great advice. Well, cool, Matt. You know what? Uh, this is our last episode of the year. So, uh, man, happy 2021. And I look forward to 2022, man. And so happy new year uh, to all of our listeners. I uh, hope everybody had a, a fantastic Christmas, fantastic holiday season. And, uh, and I can't wait to see what 2022 has to bring. It's going to be an amazing year. And I know that 
you that are listening are going to do amazing things. Just as you listen to these episodes, just try to pick out one thing that you just take some action on. And I believe that if you take one thing out of the podcast episode that you hear, whether it's my podcast or somebody else's podcast, if you just take one little thing out of it and you take incremental action, if you take action on it, you are going to be where you want to be. And you're going to see just amazing change throughout the years. Uh, if you start to do that, it's just about taking small action. We talk about taking massive action. I think that grips people. I think that makes people fear. I think you just need to focus on taking small incremental action. So take one thing, take one thing that you heard today, take one thing that you hear on every episode that you listen to, just to make those small adjustments to make 2022 an amazing year. Um, and I, I can't wait to uh, see where people go and reach out to us anytime. Let us know what you did in 2021 and what you're going to do in 2022. It sounds good. All right, man. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Like every day Saturday. Thanks, you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.